everybody. Welcome to the Vince Size Podcast Show, NFL Podcast Show, whole podcast show. I'm your host, Vince Size. Hopefully, everybody's having a good Monday. I got my boy, Joe Joshua B. Um, Joshua B., how's your, how's your Monday going? Because I know we got a lot of things to talk about. Obviously, with Lamar Jackson, obviously, that news came today. And obviously, last week with DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, that chaos is still going on. Obviously, we got to talk about the sorry-ass Cardinals, obviously. Um, we don't have to talk about hopefully, hopefully, we get more news. I saw my Niners getting more depth. We're getting Matt Pryor, offensive lineman, which, by the way, shout out to the Niners. They're, they're building the right way. But Josh would be, how, how, how's your day going? And shout out to your Bills for getting Taylor Rapp. We'll talk about that later on the show. But t- but Josh would be, how's your, how's your, how, are you, how are you doing? Also, happy birthday week to Vince Size, his father, Christopher Size. Chris, Chris Size, dad, my dad, happy birthday. I know I'm going to I'm gonna celebrate it this week on Saturday. It's on April Fool's Day. L- ladies and gentlemen, I always try to check my, check my dad. I-, I try to check my dad, but obviously he knows his birthday is on April Fool's. So obviously he knows everybody's trying to try to check him on that day. But I, I know we can make I know we can make my dad um, laugh. We're talking about the Cardinals today, Andrew. I'm sure Cardinal fans will listen to this podcast. But Josh B., how's your day going? Happy Monday. How was your weekend? It's great. Uh, my, my day is going great. Um, I'm glad that I became Joshua B and not Andrew Jarrell Jones um, in the middle of all of that. Um, and we're going to we're going to talk some football. Um, we definitely can keep Chris size happy. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, the Eagles are number two um, to the 49ers in my free agency book. Um, yeah. that's the second best free agency. You can make a case that from where they were starting to where they are, yeah. um, they've they've done nothing except like lose one offensive lineman. But we're definitely gonna be able to make um Eagles fans happy, and um, we're probably not gonna make Cardinals fans happy with the invention of our new segment. Um, 52 weeks of 52 weeks of hilarity, a St. Louis, uh, Los Angeles, Arizona Cardinals story. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I did there. Did you see how I started with St. Louis and then I stopped and then I lost it uh, and then I stopped and then I did Arizona? What about St. Louis Cardinals? Yeah, I, I feel yeah, but we, we there's only one Cardinals team that we know is the St. Louis Cardinals. They actually won championships in, in baseball, except for the Arizona Cardinals and football. Look at that. Yeah, but the Cardinals suck. And it's important, it's important to remember that as we go through this free agency, the method is going to be a little bit different today, yes. just for, for the listeners. Yes, We're yes. Now, for the listeners, Josh would be, I got a song for the Lamar Jackson and the Ravens fans. So here we go. Hopefully, everybody listens to it. Here we go. Let's here we go. It's been a long day. Without you, my friend, and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Literally in September. From where we began, oh, I'll tell you all about it. And I see you again. In training camp. <laughs> Literally at it. You know, all the planes we flew. But Joshua, we you, we get the point because obviously I play it for a reason, and Joshua, you don't have to worry about that, Joshua baby guy. I'm just play the song be, again. Let's let's included. play the song again because, like, essentially, when I see you again is literally going to be training camp, if not next week on my television, if not like 
tomorrow morning in my wake up, if not on Twitter, this guy gets so much coverage for nothing happening. Can I can I break down this Lamar? Can I break down this Lamar Jackson? Oh, right, go ahead, Josh. Just so the Ravens fans are listening and all the fans are listening. So yeah, Josh okay, Ravens fans. No, no, Josh will be. Let's teach the fans what's happening here. Yeah, Ravens fans. Let me break this down. Wait, Josh will be. Josh will Josh. What happened today, ladies and gentlemen? Lamar requested a trade. It's kind of ironic because uh, because John Harbaugh. They're at the they're at the meetings, by the way. And John Harbaugh said, "I uh, he, he he said literally, I'm gonna pray, paraphrase what he said." They're, you know, I mean, Lamar and the Ravens, they're doing well, blah, 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 blah. And when that was happening, Lamar Jackson tweeted, I requested a trade. So, Joshua B, let's teach the listeners out there. All football, right. Let's, let's, go ahead. Let's break this down for the listeners, okay? Because this is the big news of the day. Let me make this explicit to everybody, okay? Especially yeah. Ravens fans, Okay. This is a non-news story. Yeah. This is fake news. Okay. Normally, when Donald Trump says that something is fake news, he's full of shit. Okay. <laughs> Most of the time, reporters are just reporting what's like going on. Okay. They they don't care one way or another, like what like your opinion is. I'm not talking about opinion shows. I'm talking about straight news. Mm-hmm. For the most part, news is news, as in something happened that's different. Yep. This particular situation, though, is fake news. And what do I mean by that? Like, what am I talking about? Okay, right. the Ravens put the ex- the non exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson. So, what does that mean, right? In real terms, what does that mean? That means that Lamar is free to negotiate with anybody he wants. Okay, yeah, he can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. No one is stopping him. Okay, the Ravens aren't stopping him. The NFL isn't stopping him. If he wants to go play for the Arizona Cardinals, they're right there. Go sign something with them. And you have to believe that Lamar Jackson is probably telling the truth when he tweets out that he got a three-year, $133 million fully guaranteed offer. That sounds about right, right? That sounds like a Kirk Cousins deal. Okay, (laughs) would you rather have Kirk Cousins or would you rather have Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson, 100 times out of 100, right? Yep. Great. What a surprise that he was able to get the Kirk Cousins deal. That's not what he wants. He wants the Deshaun Watson deal. He wants the long-term fully guaranteed Mm -hmm. contract. And he ain't getting it. Okay, That's the bottom line. Okay, But here's the thing. He doesn't have to request anything. If he wants to go sign with the Atlanta Falcons or the Indianapolis Colts or anybody else, nobody, including the Baltimore Ravens, is stopping him. Okay, he can do whatever he wants. The franchise tag means nothing in terms of what Lamar wants to do. Okay. However, if he does that, the team that signs him gives up two first round picks, which makes the trade request even stupider. Right. Right. Like, what are you hoping to trade him for? Is it two first round picks? (gasps) You mean like the non-exclusive franchise tag entitles the Ravens to? Yeah. Yeah, right? So, like, trade, trade, what are you talking about? You're not giving up anything that you don't already know that you're giving up Mm -hmm. when you sign Lamar Jackson. If you're another team, you will have to give up two first-round picks. That's it. That's the only trade. So, Lamar either doesn't know what he's talking about, highly likely. Yep. Or, alternatively, right, alternatively, um, Alternatively, 
he like he he thinks he's living in some like crazy world where like he can't do like someone needs to get in his ear and be like, look, dude, if you want to go to the Cardinals, go to the Cardinals. You want to go to the Falcons or the Colts, go there. Who's stopping you? Mm-hmm. Just understand that they're gonna have to give up compensation. That's the trade. Yep. You either go back to Baltimore or you go sign wherever you want. Yeah. That's the tag. And yeah, it's just it's completely confusing on a thousand different levels. Mm-hmm. It's not news. He really can go and do whatever he wants. He doesn't have to wait. If he wants to go somewhere, he can go somewhere. Now he may not be happy that the team wants two first round picks, but tough shit, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's nothing else to really say about it other than like it's not up to you. Yeah. It's up to the other team that decides to sign you and is willing to give up two first round picks for it. Right. Right. That's now, it. Now, here's my question for you now. So, obviously, uh, let, let's keep it real. He's not going to be in Baltimore anymore. Now, the questions are going to be – I don't know why gonna, you but... keep saying that. Right. I have no idea why you keep saying that. Like, in my eyes, yeah, first off, I don't think Jonathan – I don't think John Harbaugh is lying, okay? Right. I think that what is going on is I think that the Ravens are just like, yeah, dude, see if you can go find something better. And if you can, we'll take the two first-round picks. But – my guess is that you're not going to be able to find anything else. And so we will welcome you back on what is a $36 million one-year deal. You'll make it. For the record, right, I in my whole life, and I have a good job, right? In my whole life, Vince, yeah, I have never earned $36 million. Mm. He has, the, and I, by the way, just as a, for, for the record, I don't ever expect that my entire life I will earn $36 million. Now, I do play the lottery, okay? And there are alternate universes where I win the lottery where I might actually make $36 million over my lifetime. Lamar can make that in a single signing. He can. One year, and he will have $36 million, period. Yeah. Just like that, yeah. right? So this idea that we all have to cry poor and worry about <laughs> Jackson, he's fine, Okay. <laughs> Like, he's okay. $36 million is a lot of money. Yep. He'll, he'll make it. Like, you, we don't have to worry about poor Lamar Jackson. He'll, he'll be fine. And whether he signs with the Ravens or whether he goes to some other team, he's okay. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make that clear to the fans of Lamar yeah. and the fans of the Ravens yeah. that he's likely coming back. Not because he wants to be there, but because nobody's going to sign him for $36 million a year. Uh, one more thing for the Ravens fans, right? This one's yeah. special for the Ravens fans. In the event he decides to hold out, mm-hmm. right, and actually misses games as a result mm-hmm. of, of holding out, he's going to lose um, a, He's going to lose a game check every single week. The way the NFL works is that all their paychecks are divided into 17ths, right? One for each. <laughs> One for each week, except for the signing bonus. Well, the thing about the franchise tag is that there is no signing bonus, right? You yeah. have to play. You have to play the games. Now, obviously, injury guarantees your salary, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the event that you're injured, well, then you just get everything that you were supposed to get anyway. However, right? If Lamar chooses to sit out games, right? If he he he's like, you know what? I'm going to take this protest. I'm going to prove a point, right? If he really goes and does that. He loses a 17th of that $36 million for every week that he sits out. And if he sits out more than 10, then the Ravens have the right to tag him again. Yeah. So he's not sitting out either. No. Okay. The question is, which team is going to give up two first-round picks? 
Do you want to go through this exercise? Now, now can, can I can I can I give you the team that 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 I think that should do it? Should and will. Yes. Okay. The Lions. That's number one. They have the picks to do it. Okay. Um, the Colts should do it, but I'm hearing. Here's what I'm hearing. I don't think it's going to happen. Are, are you uh, hearing that they're apparently over apparently, apparently what I heard they're going to start Minshew and uh, and then you know and obviously let the quarterback know the system. So in other words, it's either Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, and we all nope. know the answer. And we it's all Josh will be Josh will be. We all know the answer is Will Levis yeah. for for Jim Mercer. That's not, that's not saying much. So there you go, ding ding ding. There you go. Anyways, and sorry, Colts fans. God bless and God bless your heart. Anyways, the Colts obviously should be an option. Commanders should be an option, but I, I I doubt they'll do it because obviously we know Snyder. Obviously, Josh will be. You will live in Washington. Obviously, Commander fans can't stand Snyder, and Lamar would not like Snyder. But but I, I feel like if they had a, if they would have if they would have had a new owner by now, maybe Lamar would have considered it. But the Commanders should consider it. But I doubt they'll do it. Um, well, let's so, let's pause there. Let's right, pause right. there. Let's let's stop. Let's stop there. Right. Let's address the first three. Right. Okay. Um. I am with you on the idea that the Lions could and might even should do it, okay? What before free agency, me and you had this conversation yes, about whether or not the Lions should do this and what it would mean and why we think the Lions should have, should have done it. Yes. And we came to the idea that Minnesota would be the place where Lamar would absolutely thrive, that Lamar Jackson to Justin Jefferson is a joke. And that the moment you come to that conclusion, if you're the Lions – you have to be like, well, you know, we should do that. We can, we can stop them. We can go get the two first round picks. We can give up the two first round picks this year and be done with it all. Yeah. Um, I think that the problem is, is that the Lions have had a really kick-ass free agency. They have. Right? They have. And so, if you're going to, um, if if you're going to do that. Okay, if you're yep. going to do that, then you're going to basically be disrupting all that you did in free agency. Right now, as we sit here talking, yeah, Jared Goff is under contract for 20.4. Yes, he is. If you're going to sign Lamar Jackson, it's going to be for more than 36, which means you're doubling your payroll. Yeah. Right? And on top of that, you're on top of that you're probably kicking yourself out of free agency and you're making a long-term investment because of what Lamar needs and you're giving up your draft picks. Yep. So does um, Detroit push in for the win now move? No, I, let me ask you this, Josh. Would be, yeah. if you're Brent Holmes, listen, let's be honest though. Brad Holmes is smart. And so if you're Brent Holmes, would you trade those first round of the first four? The, I, I feel like they can get it done with this. They don't have to trade the number six. I, I'm with Darnell. They can trade the 18 pick. And trade next year's first rounder. Now, if you're Brad Holmes, Josh will be. The question is going to be this: two answers. Well, are they going to pick off next year? I'm going to say no. Now, that, that that's why I'm talking with you about Lamar to Detroit. So, and remember, remember, Brad Holmes, by the way, he's making, he's making moves are very smart moves. So, if, if so, if so, by looking at Brad Holmes's moves, Josh would be. Would you, if you're if you're Brad Holmes, would you say, "Fuck it, man. We have a good old line. We have the receiver from Lamar." We can win the division. Uh, fuck. I mean, at this point, they can win the NFC and go to Super Bowl. I don't fuck it. I would. Okay. I don't think I would. Okay. If I'm Brad Holmes and I'm looking at my roster, I think the best I can reasonably do is three. Okay. I think I'm the three seed, no matter really what happens. Okay. I'll break it down to you like this. You know that I think the 49ers are the number one team in the NFL. Or in the NFL. Yes. 
You also know that I think that the Philadelphia Eagles are number two. So now my question is that if I take both of those teams out, where do the Detroit Lions rank? Okay. They're going to obviously rank above anybody else who's in the NFC South, right? Right. So then I'm like, okay, well, how do I rank in my own division? Do I think I can win my own division legitimately? I don't see how any reasonable person can look at what the Minnesota Vikings have done this offseason mm-hmm. and conclude that they're not a worse team. Now, I know that there are going to be some people out there who are Minnesota Vikings homers that listen to the Vince Size podcast or are yeah. going to call in and are going to say the Vikings are good. I'm here to tell you that I just don't agree. Just Exactly. They suck. <laughs> so, like, and then I think to myself, well, okay, well, will the Green Bay Packers be better without Aaron Rodgers? And I think that answer is no. No. And so then, I'm, then I go all the way down to the Bears. And are the Bears better? Yes. Are they, are better they than so year? Yep. good? Are they so good that they can beat me? In my division, I think the answer no. to that question is no, right? So then my question becomes, where am I going to finish in, like, the big picture? Am I going to finish one, two, three, three or four? Because division winners can't be lower than four, right? Right. Okay. I don't think there's really an argument that the 49ers are worse than the Lions. I think the 49ers are better. Yes. You could be like now the only thing I feel like Detroit has an edge is probably quarterback. That's it. I I don't even know if that's true. Okay. Um and so then what you're left with is you're like, I am I better than the Eagles? Am I better than last year's representative of the NFC um right now? And I think the answer is dependent on Greedy Williams' health. And if that's the dependent. I think you like your chances. And by the way, just to break to break it to you, Eagles signed Terrell Edmund. Well, that was a good and underrated signing. That's a great signing. Yes, it was. Uh, but anyway, so I guess my point is, right, that like if I'm the Lions and I'm being realistic and I'm being honest with myself, yeah, my, I'm going to finish either th- two or three That's fair. Yeah. without straining my payroll, yeah. right? Regardless of what happens to Jared Goff next year. I'm going to finish either number two or number three in the entire NFC based on what's going, based on what I have right now. Yeah. Is it worth another $20 million a year to try and finish two? I think the answer is no. And I think that takes the lions out of it. Yeah. The more I listen to NFL draft stuff, the more I hear Anthony Richardson slipping. And Mm -hmm. if you're the lions, if you're the lions, isn't Jared Goff the perfect bridge quarterback while Anthony Richardson learns? Yes. When I, and by the way, I got sources, by the way. Yeah. I talked to line sources, and they're with you. Go ahead. Yeah. I, it's just – it's off It's off for me. I, I hear you. I hear that they could do the compensation thing. That piece I'm with you on. It's just like – I think the Lions are too far along. How's that to answer your question, Right that the Lions are too far along to go into the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Yeah. So now you're going to go to the next team that you mentioned. You mentioned the Atlanta Hawks. I'm all the way with you, dude. Atlanta Falcons, Hawks, whatever. Go ahead. Hawks, Falcons, whatever bird is in Atlanta. Yeah. I'm with you on on Atlanta. I think Atlanta could absolutely use Lamar Jackson. Why not? Why not? Lamar was Lamar Jackson. We've we've talked about it. You know why I said that? Then you had quarterback. Obviously, you know, Michael Vick was number seven. And Lamar Jackson was number seven with the Ravens. Go ahead. But Arthur Blank has to commit to it. Yeah, yeah. What do you have to hear? Like, I mean – we don't, he hasn't committed. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. He hasn't committed to anything no. except like his his coach, his general manager, and now going on three years of relatively like ineptitude. Yeah. Now, do I think it would be great? Of course I do. Yes, it would. But yeah. like Arthur Blake is probably looking at the Jimmy Haslam situation and thinking with the Browns and thinking, I don't want to be in this mess. I don't want to be where the Browns are. And that's probably why they came out at the beginning of free agency and said, we're out. We're not giving him to the Sean Watson. And that's why we gave the Falcons credit. This obviously, but keep going, yep, yep. Well, I bet that's it, right? I bet that like what went through Arthur Blank's head, like the more I look at it, the more I think to myself, what was Arthur Blank thinking? He had all the money. He had all yep. the resources. He could go do it right now. Yep. And I imagine what Arthur Blank was thinking was, I see my team and I see the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns have sucked for a long time, and now they have yeah, to stop. Yeah, yeah. And I could end up doing the same thing if Lamar isn't all the way healthy. I don't want to go down that path. I'm going to just say that I'm out right now. Now, the market might have changed, right? And if the market has changed, then maybe the Falcons get back in. But at the moment, I imagine that's what um, Arthur Blank was thinking. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's what was going through his head. Mm-hmm. Who was the third team you mentioned? Oh, I said the Colts, but that's like well, I mean that would be. Which, which by the way, I don't know. He's I don't know if you believe Oddshark, but apparently the favorites for Lamar are the Colts, Patriots, Falcons, and Lions, and the rest, the Bucks, and that, so on and so forth. There well, I, I just told you why I don't think the Lions and the Falcons are doing. I okay. mean, Colts would be perfect. But, dude, I, I'm not kidding you. Like, when I tell you that Jim Irsay is racist, I'm not, like, basing this off of, like, some kind of, like, oh, it's a conspiracy. I can look at every Colts starting quarterback. <laughs> and for the most part, every backup that they've had, except for Jacoby Brissett, there hasn't been an African-American quarterback that started for them in the last, like, 20 years. That's effort. That says something. That it took Andrew Luck being injured. Injured. Yeah. Yeah. To get Jacoby Brissett in there. They had the worst CM in history, Ryan Grigson, yep. And then the moment that Jacoby Brissett's season ended, they replaced him. Yeah. What's my point? My point is, is that when you have Peyton Manning and you have Andrew Luck, then you have this brief one-year thing of, of Jacoby Brissett. Then you go to Dan Orlovsky. I think that's right. And then you go to... Um, Philip Rivers, and then you Carson go to Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Oh, you had Carson Wentz in there too. Like, which, by the way, which, by the way, he's still a free. Which, which, by the way, he's still a free agent. But keep going. Of course, he is. I'm, I'm telling you, he's not going to sign with anybody. I mean, he unless he wants to sign for play for the minimum, he's not going anywhere. Right. Uh, that'll get us to Jared Goff in just a little bit. But my point is, is that like this isn't a normal amount of racism. Like no, at some no. point, you have to look at this and you have to be like, okay, you'd rather have Carson Wentz. Than Jacoby Brissett, you'd really rather have Philip Rivers than Jacoby Brissett. You'd really rather have Matt Ryan. At some point, it stops becoming a normal man's argument. Yep. It it, st- it stops becoming like a normal. Like you can make a case like, well, hey, I have Peyton Manning. He's the number one pick. He's an all time Hall of Famer. I'm of course I'm not gonna, you know, care about race. Same thing with Andrew Luck. But once you start going for veterans who have broken down yeah. just to avoid signing the African-American, just to avoid signing Jameis Winston. You're there. So, okay. So we've gone through the Colts. We've gone through, and like, 
I would love it for the Colts. Like, I think it would be great, but you'd be making, you'd be just, you'd be maybe you can convince someone that they're not racist. Yeah. I mean, Josh, I mean, if you're out of all these teams, I mean, it's, it's I mean, second are Patriots, but I don't, I doubt they're going to do it. Even though, they, I mean, I, they, I mean, hey, I mean, uh, they should do it, but they ain't. Bill, why, Bill, should Bill, they do it? I um, hear, why should they do it? Because, I mean, hey, I mean, Lamar Jackson with that, with that offense, I mean, I'd be saying a lot me better than. Again? Huh? Go ahead. Tell me about that offense again. Oh, I know. I know. No, I you know. said to Lamar Jackson with that offense. I heard you. Tell me about that offense again. You, I'll tell you about the offense. I'll I'll do it for you. Would you. Like Lamar Jackson with Ramondre Stevenson and tossing to who? Juju. Juju, yeah, yeah. That's the number one receiver. Well, we saw Pat Patrick Mahomes do it. Which is Ziggy? Okay, go Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean that that's a huge. I mean, we're talking a big step back from Mark Andrews to Mike Mike Jasicki. No offense to your boy. No. Um. But like, but like, that's a big, I, when I say a big step back, I'm talking like Matthew McConaughey uh-huh. winning an Oscar to it for Interstellar and then, you know, doing a Lincoln car commercial as his, as his, by the way, by the way, Albert Breer, by the way, just to let everybody know, Patriots owner Robert Kraft said Nick Mill texted him three or four days ago. Saying Why is that? Listening to this fifty-year-old rapper. Anyways, anyways, um, you know, four, he had anyway, one good song. Three or four days of saying Lamar Jackson wanted to come to New England. Kraft responded that would be Belichick's decision. I mean, damn. I mean, damn, Josh. I mean, no, no, Josh. I want to date Beyonce. All right, shit. I mean, but that's not gonna happen. I want. I, I want. You know. You know what I mean? I mean, I want. I mean, shit, Josh. I, I want to date Rihanna, but that's not gonna happen. Shit. No. All right, I should be clear. I'm not saying that it can't happen. I'm not even saying that it shouldn't. Right. right. What I'm saying is where does that take you right. in the most competitive division in the entire NFL? Yeah. If I had Lamar Jackson, where do the Patriots go? Are you going to tell me they're better than the Bills? Mm, no. Are you, no. Are you going to tell me they're better than the Jets? Mm, when they get Rodgers, no. Are you going to tell me they're better than the Dolphins? Yeah, they should be. There you go. So if you add another $40 million a year going from a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal to Lamar, are you going to tell me that $40 million a year is worth third place in the division? No. I agree. And I think that ultimately is why he doesn't go to the Patriots. Yeah. Tell me differently. You can tell me differently if you think that turns. No, 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 no. Josh, you're you're right. And also, also, Josh, you know, other fan bases. You know, Dolphin fans want him. That, that, that's a dream drop. That's well, a dream that's drop. a different story. If they if yeah. he could land with the Dolphins. But it's so much money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. you're Because the thing about Tua, as much as I don't like Tua, the bottom line is that he's on a rookie deal. Like, he's on the last year of a rookie deal. Yes, he is. So, like, $10 million is one thing versus yeah. 40 Now, that would be a different story. If they got Lamar Jackson, now the Bills are shaking in their boots. Now, now the Jets are shaking in their boots. But again, if you add Lamar to that team, I don't care. Okay, one other thing, um, and this is to all the fans of the Vince Size Podcast. Yes, I, do, I don't yes. give a fuck what your local television analyst says. I don't care what Robert Mays says. I don't care what Bill Simmons says. I don't care whatever. I don't care who you listen to. Okay, listen to me. The Dolphins are going to suck in two years. Okay, I am. Not- you right now 
that 2024 is going to be a war zone. Do you, remember, I agree. do you remember what that what it was like when they showed the clips of the of the future in Terminator? Yes. Black, there was garbage everywhere. Yes. That's what it's going to be. I mean, and look, dude, that's not that different from everything that's outside of the stadium. I've been <laughs> to Miami, so it's not that different at night. You know, there's garbage everywhere, especially on the beach. In, in downtown Miami where the Dolphin Stadium is, okay? So we're not really saying that, like, it's going to be so different, right? But it will be so different on the inside of the stadium. Everybody was like, no, the cap isn't real. We can just renegotiate everything. You're full of shit. Yep. What's going on with the Dolphins right now? This is before Lamar. They're at $49 million over next the cap, year. The cap drop, yep, yep. There is no way in – that's more than Lamar's asking for right yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A franchise quarterback's worth of money Yeah. next year over the salary cap. Like, yeah. dark times are coming for the Dolphins. Having said all of that, if he goes to Miami, like, then, of course, then we're all scared, right? Yeah. But until that happens, like, but that's the one where he'd have to be like, you know what, I'm going to take less because I really want to play with the Dolphins. And the truth of the matter is, is that the Ravens probably know that. Yeah. And the Ravens and Lamar is like, you know what? I'm going to take five years, 120 million, or or six years, 120 million. There is no way in fuck that the Ravens <laughs> don't match that. Yeah. None. Yeah. Would you, wouldn't you? If yeah. you found out that, the, that he was willing to take 120 million over six years, don't you sign that deal now? Yeah. 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 And also, Josh, real quick, I want to I want to mention two teams real quick. Yeah. Um, the Tennessee Titans. Now I know they're in full rebuild. <laughs> do they have? No, no, no. Question for you: Do they have the cast base to get Lamar? I will be honest with you about the Tennessee Titans, okay? And I want you to listen to me very closely. Okay. Okay. It would not shock me at all, at all. Okay. I would not be stunned if we get a report in the next week that the Tennessee Titans are looking to do the same thing with their field that the Arizona Cardinals and the Las Vegas Raiders are doing. It would not shock me at all if they were like, you know what, our focus is on really fucking our players over and changing from artificial turf to this hybrid bullshit because we're that aimless. <laughs> yeah, I'd be shocked if the, the Titans of all the teams are trying to do things where they're trying to get younger all the time. Yeah. And like now you're going to build around Lamar. Good news, Lamar. You're gonna be you're gonna be in the worst division in all of football for the next like six years. You're gonna get paid good, but you're gonna get you're gonna be in the worst division. You're never gonna finish higher than second because Travis or not Travis Johnson, um, Trevor Lawrence is there. Well, I don't know. Maybe you can. But hey, he's got him and Henry. But that, no, no. The only reason why I say that, Josh, is because one. I mean, so obviously, I trust the GM for Tennessee. He came from obviously. You people will be like, "Well, Vince, that. of course you're gonna trust Tennessee because obviously the GM came from San Francisco, and obviously he's making he's making decent moves, obviously, right? So, and obviously Tennessee needs a feature quarterback pretty soon because Tannehill is mid, obviously. Obviously, Tennessee fans shouldn't know that by now. And the other team, Josh, is, is hey Vince, hey Vince, yes, you you host an NFL podcast, right? Yes. Name name three offensive players. Um, other than Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill on the Tennessee Titans, um, that UCLA receiver. Quick. Come on, I'm not getting him. It would be like going to Siberia. 
continue. Who's the other team? Trayvon Burks. Oh my goodness, he got, that, got me on that one. And that's the name. <laughs> and we've done this joke for three weeks. I know, I know. <laughs> and you did, you did the same thing for the Giants. Anyways, um, the Bucks. I'm assuming they don't have. Now a that's an interesting team. So if he there can go, go. The, okay, here we go. Ding, ding, ding. All right, go ahead. No, no. If he could go to the Bucks, that would be interesting. But the problem with that is that. I mean, like, it would have been perfect had they done the Tom Brady contract any different way. Yep. Um, but because of the Tom Brady contract, it's all they can do to, like, stay under the cap, right, and keep their core together. Now, next year, that's a good option. But this year, there's just no way. There's just – it's not going to work, Sally. Yes. It'll get vetoed by so the So, Josh, in other words, the only two teams that can pop – only two – excuse me. Only two teams that you think that possibly can get them or it's just the Falcons and the Lions, pretty much, with the cap well, at the At the numbers that he wants, yeah. Yes. You know, like, that's the issue, right? So, and, so in other words, Falcon fans and Lions fans have hope for this one. Sure, but, you know, keep it keep it all, you know, within reason. I mean, it's true that you're allowed to have hope, right? And then that's, yeah. that's great. But, like, you know, like, here's, here's a good example, right? Have you ever gone to McDonald's or... or <laughs> fast food restaurant and been like, you know what? I really hope that I don't have to spend as much. Then like you discover there's a deal out there and you're like, Oh wow, that's, that's a pleasant surprise. That's really, that's really great. Or maybe your favorite TV show has a new episode. Yeah. It's like that, right. Have that level of hope. Don't, don't get like all giddy. Cause there's an above average chance that your general manager is listening to the Vincent size NFL podcast yes. every Tuesday as he talks, as, as we go through the entire NFL no. and it's like, you know what? Joshua B makes a lot of good points. Yes. Uh, you know, you do. No, no, big, 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 no, Josh, you do. And also, you know, you know, Josh, you know, who is dancing today. You know, the, you know, the Steelers, the Bengals fans, the Browns fans were dancing today to hear this Lamar Jackson news. Well, I mean, I doubt the Bengals are even paying attention. Um, the Steelers, they, they could be dancing, but again, they've been kind of, they've lately been actually pretty good. We should get to some other teams. Yeah, Uh, we should. We should. I want to give a shout out to a team that I've kind of been dismissive of lately. And I really liked what they did, um, earlier this week. I want to give a shout out to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, okay. I want to shout out Dearness Johnson. Um, I think that was a really good signing. I mean, Travis Etienne is obviously the starting running back, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't have any arguments with that. But once, I mean, but no matter how you view Travis Etienne, he's small, right? And he's going to need a breather. Enter Dearness Johnston. I think it was an outstanding signing. Um, in a sea of mediocrity, it was just, it was a really, really good um, signing. What did you think of that one? It was. It was a really good, great signing, bro. Uh, that's a good one. Also, another good signing that happened this past weekend was shout out to the Seattle Seahawks getting Bobby Wagner, Josh. Look yeah. at that one-year deal. Great signing. Um, and, you know, he really never should have left. You know, he was – he like he needed to have a better plan. Not everybody needs a better plan, but Bobby Wagner needed a better plan um, when he left. If you're going to leave Seattle where you're an icon – then you need to know that where you're going is going to absolutely get you a Super Bowl. And he just read the situation wrong with the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Bottom line. Um, he, he did not pay close enough attention. Um, had he had we had this podcast at that time, he might never have made such a stupid move. However, right, we didn't. 
have the podcast. And as a result, he wasted a year of his career. Now he's back in Seattle. It's a great move for Seattle. I mean, for Seattle, it's, you know, prime. I, I would have loved to have him on the um, Bills. Bills, but, you know, it just didn't happen. Um, I was a little sad to see Jonathan Abram go yep. uh, to the Saints. Um, that's like the first good move that the Saints have made, maybe all free agency. You know, I count Derek Carr among that. Like, <laughs> Saints just suck. Um, let's see. Who else? Oh, yeah, Josh, what, what, your thoughts with the Bills getting Taylor Rapp? Because my buddy of mine, he likes that move for you guys. He, I mean, he's he, I, I heard, and he's young, and you know, he's like Jordan Poyer kind of. So do you like that one? One-year deal, it's not bad. You know, hey. You well, know. let's find out. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it goes along. It's, it's something like this, right? Right. I've, I've said this to you before, and I really mean it. And I know everybody forgets, but I remember, because I have the memory of a goldfish, <laughs> years ago, um, um, I remember Jordan Poyer. I remember Micah Hyde. I remember those safeties just absolutely brutalizing the Chiefs receivers. Now, obviously, when they play 40 yards back in prevent defense mode, it's not as good. But when you're up front, when you're up close, the way Sean McDermott calls a defense, as he will be upcoming this year, it's a really good move. Here's the problem with both those guys. Jordan Poyer had six different injuries last year. Yes. I missed most of the year after that first game with that neck injury that he walked off under his own power. um, And he missed most of the year last year because the Bills played it safe. Taylor Rapp is excellent depth. I mean, really, really good depth. Better than DeMar Hamlin, who will also be coming from a knee, back from a near heart attack. Great signing for the Bills. Not as good as Damian Harris, but really great signing for the Bills. The Bills, ever since the Deontay Hardy move, have just been like quietly going about their business, getting good quality players. Uh-huh. Um, shout out very quickly to the Raiders, who replaced one ineffectual tight end with a second ineffectual tight end um, in Austin Hooper. I mean, I know you traded Darren Waller, and it's good that you um, gave up that you get you got that third round pick and signed Austin Hooper. So, the, so the end of the result of the trade is we got an extra third rounder and Austin Hooper, mm-hmm. Darren Waller. I think that makes the Raiders the trade, the winner of the trade. What do you? Yeah, think? yeah, no, I, I agree. And also, the Niners made some moves. Obviously, getting. A kicker, I still it wouldn't surprise me if they still strapped the kicker. By the way, which is probably smart. Obviously, with those with those eleven picks, though, it's obviously for depth. So that's why Niner fans um, stay calm get, and get ready. And also, we just signed Matt Pryor, offensive lineman from the coach. Right now, he's in the depth chart as a right tackle, a backup right tackle. Look at that! Look at that, Josh Ruby. Yeah, I and love just, the Matt Pryor. Josh Ruby, Josh Ruby. I told Niner fans to relax and look at that. Now they're happy. Look at that. Yeah, I, I really do love the Matt Pryor signing. I think it was actually a pretty good move. Um, I don't know that he's going to be your starting right tackle, but in terms of depth, I, I like it a lot. In terms of, you know, being in terms of in terms of depth, in terms of having. By the way, by the uh, um, John Lynch said, Colvin Colton McKivitz, seventh rounder, sixth rounder guy. Uh, we developed really well with him. He's mm-hmm. uh, according to what I hear. He might be the right tackle, which it, I, I, I'm okay with that. That's, I mean, well, but Josh, no matter what they do, I'm I'm okay with because remember how the fan base was worried. Oh, I'm worried about Jake Brendel. And guess what? He played great. So I, I I can't question the Niners anymore. You know what I mean? The fans can't question them because they're too smart, Josh. They're too smart. 
They, they, they listen to you. They mm-hmm. listen to me. They, mm-hmm. they, they knew about my McGlinchey, right, John? They listened to the pod, right? They did. They did. And, I mean, everybody, anybody who listens to this show knew that Mike McGlinchey was a bad, was a bad player. The real question is, is Matt um, Pryor good enough to replace him? That's what we're going to find out, right? Um, but, you know, standing is hard. I have, I have to stand in my life. You know, I, I have to do it. And, you know, I've found, I found it to be, I found that I'm a better person standing on my two feet than Mike McGlinchey is. <laughs> you know, just in, just in Boston. Of all people, he goes to the Denver Broncos. The guy you hate, Sean Payne. Look at that, the Broncos. Oh my goodness, that's in the laughter. Well, man, while, we're, while we're on the while we're on stupid moves of Denver yeah, Broncos, yeah, yes. done. Uh, Marquez Callaway is a dumb move. Okay, just out loud dumb. He's not even going to crack the top three in the rotation. But you know why they signed him, John? Because he's familiar with Sean Payne's offense. Look at that. He's not better than Tim Patrick. He's not better than Cortland Sutton. He's not better than Jerry Judy. I have no idea what they're doing with Marquez Calloway. And while we're on the subject of people who I don't know what they're doing, oh. I don't know why the fuck Levante David is going back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You have Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. <laughs> Go to the Buffalo Bills. Go replace Tremaine Edmonds. Like, do something good for your own career. Yeah. No. no, forget it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go back to Tampa Bay. It must be love. Because if it's not love, then you just did something really stupid. Yeah. And one more team we got to talk about, obviously, before we talk, we got to talk about this other stupid team. Um, the Eagles signing Terrell Edmonds. Your thoughts? They're making, you know what's yeah. crazy? I respect their moves because the other signings that they're doing, they're signing young guys. And, I, and that, that, that's, good. that's a good sign for Philly fans, right? Yeah, it really is. I mean, the thing about Philadelphia is yeah. that. They, they had to know going into the year that they were going to lose some key contributors on the defense. It just, yeah. you, you had to be, you had to be like somewhat like knowing that in, in advance of the actual, um, of the actual start of free agency. Yeah. And you may not have thought Javon Hargrove would go to the one team that can really abuse him against you. Exactly. But like, if you had a choice between James Bradbury and CJ Gardner Johnson, that's no choice at all. Like you have to choose James Bradbury in that in that circumstance. Yeah. If it's one or the other, James Bradbury is significantly more talented. And then the question is, well, how are you going to replace C.J. Gardner Johnson and Terrell uh, Terrell Edmonds and Greedy Williams? You could do a lot worse. Yeah. There's worse safety combos out there for you, safety slash cornerback combos for you. So I like what the Eagles have done. I've told you already that I think they're the second best team in the NFC. And yeah. if it's like, the first best team, it won't shock me there either. And you know what's crazy? I think Grady's going to do well because he, he played for Cleveland, but I think he's he's going to play for a, a better scheme. And when you, when you play for a better scheme, you play better. And Terrell, excuse me, correct me if I'm wrong. So Terrell Edmonds played for the Steelers, and yes, he did. And I think he's going to play well for Philly, which I think Philly's making good moves, Josh. So I think my dad, shout out to my, my dad, Chris Size, I think he's my dad should be happy right now. And at this point, Josh, it's going to be interesting to see who the Eagles draft in those two first round picks because they can go and they can go. I'm guessing they might go corner or they might get Hargraves for replacement. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, I know the the, the first pick is going to be really interesting. I know. I, know what I would do. I don't think they're going to do it, but I think I know what I would do. Can I which guess? Is I would draft if if there's one available. Can I guess? What is? Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Bijan Robinson? 
No, it's not. Really? Well, I mean, that's what I want, right? But I don't think that's realistic, and I don't think that's what they're going to do. They're too close. They're they're too close to be worrying about um, Bijou Robinson. Is it a corner? They need to draft an offensive lineman. They need to draft. Okay, okay. Um, they're they're just too close. You know, they're too close to the Super Bowl to be going into that um, with anything less than a stellar offensive line. So you think they should go Peter Sorowski replacement for Lane Johnson? I just don't think he's going to be there. Okay. He's someone who I don't think is general. Like, I genuinely don't think that he's going to be there. Okay. At, okay. Um, I would be more inclined here. Hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll pull this up. I made myself a list. Sit tight. Sorry about that. I didn't have my draft. It's all good. It's all good. We'll be doing it. Well, just so everybody knows, we'll be doing a lot more draft. Um, probably. Oh, yeah. Because the draft is, ladies and gentlemen, it's in 35 days. It's on the end of April, and that's that's going to be fun. The Niners won't have a, don't have a pick until the day two, so I'm just relaxing. I'm, we're going to have fun, and it's gonna it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be a wild draft. We're gonna see a lot, we're gonna see a lot of trades. Me and Josh are gonna be laughing when Aaron Rod, you know, when Aaron Rodgers trade go to the Jets, you know, obviously, and 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 Lamar possibly go to his other teams. So we'll, we'll see. It's gonna it's gonna be a great great great. Um, Show and and uh, and I'm looking forward to the draft. It's, it's I mean, I think, for sure. look, I look, I would love it. Okay, I would love it. I would be good and proper happy if Peter Skaronsky was there. I just, I just don't think it's going to happen. No, me neither. I think no. Perry Johnson is more of a likely fit. Yeah. I, probably where you're looking. Um, I obviously, I mean, you know that I love Devin Witherspoon, um, yeah. cornerback yeah. out of Illinois. I think he's. Got- I, I think Howie wants that Christian Gonzalez dude. I don't believe yeah, well, I mean, who doesn't, right? I mean, that's really the, like if you, if you have a chance at Christian, but the thing the thing is that I think Christian Gonzalez is going to go like high. I yeah. go even higher than um, the guy I just mentioned. You know, it's crazy. I think the the team that's going to pick him, I think there's going to be two teams. Watch out for these two teams, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm what I'm hearing. What Vincent Sources is hearing: Seattle and Arizona for Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, maybe that wouldn't shock me at all. Um, the Seahawks haven't really drafted anybody at cornerback. Um, they could use a stud like Christian Gonzalez out there, and, and he'll be available at six. Um, but then again, I mean, you also have to consider that Will um, Anderson, Will, Will Anderson is going to be there. Um, Jalen Carter is still going to be there. I mean, you're looking – it's a sneaky – like at the top of the draft, it's very sneaky. They're, they're, they're going to be some good corners with some good size. I mean, I've got two corners here over six feet. That's – play in today's NFL with all these big receivers. So, yeah, I mean, I, that's sort of where I see them going. They could replace C.J. Gardner-Johnson, but really I think they want to have that replacement for Darius Slay um, next year. I'm doing. I mean, we'll see, but that's like – that would be my prediction. Right, we'll see. We'll see. That's Joshua's prediction. I, I would say corner for them, but we'll see how he's smart. They've been drafting really well since the Harris Ariani, so there you go. Okay, speaking of a stupid team, Josh, we got to play this song for this stupid team. And I hope this this franchise listen to this. I know they're going to be sad, but it's all good. Anyway, let me play it. Has begun. 
They're so dumb. There we go. What a, what a, there we go. So Josh would be, we all know what team we're talking about here. Cardinal fans. So Josh would be, what can you say to the Cardinal fans right now? So we're going to debut our new segment. It's called 52 um, Weeks of Stupidity. And this segment is going to be me highlighting something stupid about the Cardinals every single week that I'm on the Vince Size Yes, podcast. sir. Um, and this is the big thing that I want to highlight this week um, because there are going to be people out there who are Cardinals fans. We're going to try and convince you that it's all good and jiggy baby. And it's, it's beautiful out there with the LJ collar signing um, with the Cody Ford signing with, um, Oh no, not Cody Ford, excuse me. Cody Ford left um, with the Ezekiel Turner signing the Antonio Hamilton. If you're saying who at a lot of these people, that's okay. You're, you're right to say who. Exactly. Uh, but here's the problem with all of that. Yeah. Okay? With everything. Okay. The Cardinals should be playing the comp pick game. Yeah. They lost Allen. They lost Byron Murphy. Um, I've gone into like, I've gone into like extreme detail about how the Cardinals should, how the Cardinals are dumb. And the big problem here is that like you lost players that should factor into your comp. Yeah. And by signing, like you're signing people like Zach Pascal, you're signing people like LJ Collier, and the issue is, is and like Corey Clement, right? You're signing the Corey Clements of the world. You're signing the Chris Barnes, right, of the world. And the problem with these players isn't that they're bad. No, we know that they're bad. Like nobody's confused about that. <laughs> the problem is, is that they factor into your goddamn comp picks. <laughs> you don't sign free agents. When you know you're going to suck, suck this bad, okay? <laughs> like, they're not going to be good. No. They weren't going to be good at the beginning of the year. They're not going to be good at the end of the year. And so, like, signing all these players who you've never heard of, like, all it does is fuck with your comp picks. <laughs> That's all this does. What does Zach Pascal do for you? <laughs> Nothing. So why is he signing him? Well, he's a receiver. He's a, he's a receiver three. Keep going. <laughs> he's not a receiver three. What do you think, what do you think he is? No, but here's the thing. He's not a, re- a receiver three in, in, in like for the Cardinals. <laughs> what do you I would rather have Dulcich than him. Yeah. I'd rather have um, – I hold on. I can pull up the depth chart. It's like no, 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 I got you. It's Marcus Brown, Zach Pascal. Keep, keep going. Yeah, don't take no, it. No, it's DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, um, Greg Dulcich. Hold Wanda on. Wanda Moore. Who? Wanda Moore. Yeah, Wandale Moore. There's another guy. Hold on. I can I can bust this up. Greg Dorch. That's his name. The Dorch man is still <laughs> going to be there. The Dorch was good last year. He was. I, mean, I was actually. I was. I was. Received. And then, like, an Auden Tate, who was good for the Bengals, like, once upon a life. <laughs> and, and, oh, and Rondale Moore! And Rondale Moore! Yeah. Rondale Moore, who I totally just forgot about, right? But even if you lose DeAndre Hopkins, even if you trade him, okay? Like, even if you let DeAndre Hopkins, even if you trade DeAndre Hopkins, right? Before Zach Pascal comes up, I still have Greg Dorch 
And Zach Pascal is arguing for fourth receiver with fucking Auden Tate. Oh, God. And that's with DeAndre trading. That's with him gone. Yeah. Right? That's with him out. Because if he's there, right, then both those players who I was talking about are arguing for the fifth wide receiver. <laughs> and the quarterback is too short anyway. Sorry. That's for next time, right? That's for next week when I bit, yeah. when I point out 52 stupid things about the Arizona Cardinals. We will talk about how short Kyler Murray is. Also, we'll make fun of him. Why would the Cardinals make Kyler Murray do a video game? Uh, don't We don't know why. Anyways, that's the, that's the Cardinals for you. Um, and, there, and shout out to you, Joshua B, because, because you make the audience proud. And they know they know that they always tell me you you know your shit about football because we, I no do. no good so we try to educate them because we try to we know we, we educate them with a salary cap and some fans don't agree but at the end of the day guess what Josh some fans don't know shit about the salary cap do they do they well that's what I'm here for because I know a lot about the salary cap because I'm a nerd that's what I do for a living I'm a medical coder I read. I literally read medical documents all day. So I understand what's going on with the salary cap. And I'm here to tell you that signing Zach Pascal is bad for any team, all 32 teams, which is why you know, why you know the Arizona Cardinals did it. Oh, one more thing. That I, we'll end the podcast here. But one more thing, okay? My buddy, um, my, my buddy Vince Size, is a is is a big fit. He he likes to tell you that um that there are certain players that he he has a crush on right that he thinks that he thinks they will come alive that they will be <laughs> animated right <laughs> and I'm here to tell him just like I'm here to tell all the fans that it doesn't matter where Adam Thielen and DJ <laughs> oh boy lands they land on the Carolina Panthers. They were dead three years ago, both of them, right? They both died. They have cemetery plots. One in Minnesota and one, I want to say Jacksonville, but it could be anywhere. Who knows? He was with the line last year, but keep going. Okay. Yeah. These guys are, these guys are good and proper. Like, they're they're not alive, right? And so, as a result, like, you know what? The Carolina Panthers, they're making moves I can get behind. They aren't really. They're not. You would have much rather had Deonta Foreman. I agree. One of these players. But, you know, we, we, we try to we try to make Panthers fans happy on this show. By, by, think, no, no, by, no, no, no. No, no, I think you're right. See, you, you, you're – see, see, I play the hero. You play the villain. How about that? How about that? Is, is that that's fair. That's I mean, I'm not the villain to everybody. I'm not the villain to all the teams. I like Dolphins um, fans, but you know, all the Dolphins fans. But I mean, that's just because and Ram fans, you know. But you know, it's all good. But... Well, but the Rams fans are villainous to themselves at this. <laughs> they know, they know what's going on. But they'll get there. They'll get there next year. They'll they'll have some space and they'll be able to start to build this thing from you know below the ground up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but that's to end the show, though. Josh. You know, listen, listen. Okay, one more thing. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. One more thing to the Rams fans, and then we'll end the show. Whenever you go outside and you step on on the grass of Los Angeles, just know that, like, at least the earth beneath you has made a decision about what to be. 
whether you're walking on a sidewalk and it's like cement, whether you're walking on natural grass on a lawn or whether you're like even on a field where it's artificial turf, at least the ground has decided to be one thing. And that will always make you better than the Arizona Cardinals. All right. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Josh for me. So with that being said, Josh for me, real quick before you before you go and tell everybody your social media, everybody can follow you. Me and Lucas Gaynor, either tomorrow or probably next week, it's pretty much going to be an interview with Lucas. We're going to have a pocket with Lucas for a while because he's obviously been busy with work, obviously. And shout out to my boy Lucas Gaynor, my co-host Lucas Gaynor. So we're, me and Lucas are going to talk about, obviously – um, you know, free agency, obviously. He's gonna, Lucas is going to give his thoughts about his Patriots, obviously. And obviously, we'll, we'll discuss about the head coaching hires as well. Wow. Um, but anyways, Josh me. go ahead. Tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you. And I'll tell you the man. Obviously. Um, I'm JB Fortis. I'm back on Twitter. Um, I'm going to be doing the NBA now pretty much every day um, for the next little bit of, of time. Um, I, we're getting, obviously, obviously. We're getting really close to the to the NBA playoffs. Um, I think we're like eight games away, something like that, from all, for all the different teams before the playoffs start. Positioning is crazy right now. I mean, you what you go to sleep one night and the Warriors are the sixth seed, and you wake up in the morning and they're the eighth seed, they're the tenth seed, right? You just you have no idea from gate from night to night. So we're going to be covering all of that. Um, if you do come to the NBA now, which is at 8 a.m., please, for the love of God, like, don't argue with me about the Bucks and the Celtics. I like both teams. I got it, right? I, like, I'm not going to ever acknowledge that, like, you're never going to get me to talk shit about the Bucks. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're good, right? Just because I like the Celtics better doesn't mean I don't like the Bucks as well. It's the same mm-hmm. thing like with the Eagles and the 49ers. You're never going to get me to talk shit about, like, the Eagles sucking and, like, hating them if I like the 49ers. I'm an objective analyst Yep. comes to the good teams. Just like I'm an objective analyst, an objective comedian with the bad teams. Right? Yeah. So, ultimately, come to the NBA now. That's at 8 a.m. You can yes, overall sports show. Um, and we are developing. It's in development. I'm getting a soundboard at some point. But I am developing a new network. It's called Josh and Friends. And Vince Size will be on it. We'll talk NFL every Tuesday the same yes, way. Sir. Um, it might just be a duplicate of that podcast. I'm working with um, Vince's friends, Lucas Gaynor, um, Patrick. He knows he knows Patrick as well. You know, the sad ethos boy. Um, mm. We have Ben Grunner. We have Ralph Mentor. We have Jonathan Jordan. We'll probably get Andrew Jones at some point. Um, yeah, so we're working on that. That's in the, that's in development, but you know what I hate, what I really hate is like, whenever I listen to a podcast, whenever I listen to like the Bill Simmons podcast or anything, right? Any of these big network podcasts, right? They always are like, they're always like, we have something in the works. We can't really talk about it yet, but just keep your ears peeled. And you're like, huh? Okay. What am I looking for? What am I listening for? Just, just know there's going to be a big announcement. And, like, I hate that shit. Just tell me what you're doing. <laughs> Who cares if it comes to fruition? What difference? All you're doing is talking. Yeah, okay? right. And in the event that you don't have something to talk about that you thought you would, then just say so. Who cares, right? Like, I thought that I would be talking about, you know, rainbows and butterflies, but it turned out to rain. Fine. Who cares? Nobody cares. It's yep, all yep. fine. Just because you can't talk about something you thought you'd be talking about because all the T's weren't crossed and all the I's weren't dotted. Who cares? 
You're just talking, okay? So don't keep secrets. Tell me what stupid movie on the rewatchables. Nobody cares. I will decide after I see what movie is on the rewatchables feed (laughs) whether I'm going to listen. Okay, and the only thing you're doing by saying, "Oh, you just, you just, you you have to listen. You're gonna have to find out," is making me not want to listen. It's making me want to go find out what it is in like words rather than like listening to the podcast. So just tell me, what are you doing? And Mm -hmm. with that in mind. That's why I'm telling you about Josh and Friends, which, by the way, isn't anywhere close to ready. I'm picking out theme songs. I yes, got, sir. I'm working on all kinds of fun stuff. But, yeah, it's going to be a five-day-a-week podcast network. It's going to be funny. Because, oh, yeah. Hey, listen, if, after listening to him do his bullshit NBA yeah. team, <laughs> if Bill Simmons do it, so can I. <laughs> and also, also, Josh, would be, because this isn't going to be a big year of all of us, because obviously with the fish size show, obviously with your show, obviously we're gonna, we, me and you and Andrew and Pretty much with other people, we're going to do the prediction show. Obviously, can't wait for that. And soon, pretty soon, Josh, you're going to join. You're going to join on the show on, on 265 Media Football Show. You're going to be a guest, obviously, to represent the girls pretty soon. Thank you, ask. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Also, real quick, Josh, you guys can follow me at Respectable Vink and also at Vince Size 824. And also, Josh, I got a joke for everybody, real quick. Since this is April Fool's week on Saturday, so by the way, my NBA Finals is the Charlotte Hornets and the LA Clippers. Look at that. What about them? That's you see, your joke? Josh, the only reason why I said that is because the Clippers are cursed and they're a joke. And obviously, there's a reason why I said the Charlotte Hornets because somebody, you know, I'll say this. I'm not going to mention no names, but Josh, you know who I'm talking about. I'll just say this. The, the name, the guy that, that said the Hornets were going to make the playoffs, it's, I'll say this. The name, the name, I'll say this. I don't know if everybody wants SpongeBob, but it's, but everybody knows SpongeBob's best, best friend. And that's, that's his neighbor. I'll just say, that's, that's the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, but anyways, anyways, that's me. Josh, you know who the guy I'm talking about, the guy that had the horse in the playoffs. And, but anyway, it's all good. He, like that, that man's my best friend as well. So, but anyways, Josh, me, thank you for coming on the show. Guys, of course, we'll, we'll be back next Tuesday, and the overall sports show will be, will be on Wednesday at 12 Eastern time. Be ready, everybody. Josh will be. Have a good Monday. And uh, I'll see you next Tuesday. To, to, uh, this upcoming Tuesday. You'll see me so, yeah. Christopher yep. Size, happy birthday. Love you, Dad. Peace. Happy birthday, Chris.